Hello and welcome to the Scottish Parliament podcast. My name is Kasia and I work in the communications team. In this episode, I got to chat to Hannah Stevens from an organization called Elect Her, which is all about increasing women's representation in politics. We also chatted about an upcoming event we're hosting together at the Parliament on the 24th of June. Keep listening for more details about that. Enjoy the conversation. Would you be able to tell me a little bit about your role at Elector and what are some of your favourite parts of the job? I'd love to. Um, so my name is Hannah Stevens, and I'm the CEO of Elector. Um, I'm not the founder of the organisation, but I have been involved from the very beginning and have watched this tiny but mighty organisation grow over the past six years in really in response to the needs of women that we've been talking to. Um, we are established to motivate, support and equip women in all their diversity to stand for elected office in all spheres of government providing them with the knowledge, the confidence and the skills that they need to do that. And by being in conversation, listening to women, talking to them, sharing our resources, opportunities and creating community with them, we've been able to understand the barriers, the questions, the challenges in place and do our best to identify responses, resources uh, that can support women on that way, on their way. I really, really love my job. I love having the opportunity to connect with real women in real communities. I think that's the most important part of what this is. You know, our interpretation of politics is the headlines, what's happening uh, in devolved politics and in Westminster, our attention is there, but actually so much of it is real people in real communities. Um, making choices and decisions that impact the lives of real people and reminding ourselves that that is where the power is and that is where the need for nurturing and support and exploration. I very, very much enjoy spending time with the women in our community and being completely inspired by them and their own motivations to do this work. It really encourages us to to continue to do all we can to create a safe space for, for honest human conversations. And how did these sort of events like Scotland's Women Gather help to, to nurture those skills and help women build that confidence to, to stand for political offices? Um, well, for this event in particular, we're really, really excited. After several years of being online, which has been a real blessing in some sense, being able to connect with people without any geographical barriers, actually coming back together and being in person and in community is something that we're incredibly excited about. We really, women need to come together to discuss the future of our democracy and really spend some time exploring what their own individual role within that is. Um, and that's what we want to be holding. Um, we want to demonstrate what politics is really about, which is people coming together to make positive change for their communities. And it just doesn't have to be this aggressive binary corporate version that we see in the media. There's actually loads of fantastic collaborative work that goes on behind the scenes in politics. Um, so, our, so when we have the, a large scale event like this, the opportunity to, to be with women in community is is really fantastic and we've designed uh we've designed a series of conversations and a series of workshops that will enable women to have conversations depending on where they're at whether they're at the very very early stages of their political career just establishing what that might mean for them or if they are women already elected to parliament to local government um we want to 
to be having the right conversations that they need depending on that particular time. So we feel really, really supported by the Parliament. It's a relationship um, that we first established back in 2019 when we did something similar to this. And it's been really exciting for us that in the meantime, um, the gender sensitive audit has, has come out. Um, and we really think that some of this work is very connected to that. So I think uh, the gender sensitive audit is like a great indication of Parliament's demonstration of the institution's commitment to improving gender balance of our political representatives. So we really want to be the op uh, to take advantage of the opportunity of connecting real women in Scotland's experiences with some of those kind of top level, more strategic conversations that are, are taking place. Thank you. And um, touching on this a little bit, uh, so what made you decide to uh, join forces with the Parliament? Why Why this Scottish Parliament? What, what do we bring to the table in this uh, conversation? Well, the devolved Parliament is the heart of Scotland's democracy. It, it represents the need for, for Scotland to have its own voice and, and set appropriate laws. And so it feels very symbolic as a place to bring people together, um, to, to come together for these celebrations. But really, we want to bring all the women that are choosing to join us for the day, whether it's in person or online, or in rural uh, local authority hubs, because we do have some hub events happening around the country as well. We want women to identify their own next steps. What's the one small thing that they can do following on from the event? And we want them to be inspired and motivated by the other women that they meet on the day to really define what that is. It could be the tiniest, tiniest of thing, or it could be an enormous decision that you are going to put yourself forward for, for selection for the next parliamentary elections. There, there's no right or wrong, and this is a judgment-free space, but just prioritizing the time um, to, to think about that, reflect on your own experiences and what you want to do it and, and pre present you with the resources to do it. And having that conversation in the parliament, which is the people's parliament, um, is feels very uh, monumentous and important. And we're thrilled to be in partnership with the parliament for this. And I know you uh, talked about this a little bit uh, in your first answer, but would you mind giving a little bit more information on Elector as an organisation and what the mission is and what are you currently focusing on? OK, so basically we need more women in elected office in every sphere of government across Britain. When women have access to political leadership, there are gains for the whole of society, not just women. That is a fact. We know it and we want that for Scotland. We demystify the process of standing for elected office, basically, and we motivate women to create action plans for standing through free workshops and online resources. So we've identified the four stages of a woman's uh, political journey. The very beginning, just asking questions. What is my local government? What does that mean for me? How can I engage with them? Then the next phase, which is establishing what you want to do within that. Do I want to join a political party? Do I want to remain independent? Maybe I want to just get involved in one issue-based campaign and push for that particular piece of change. Whatever, all those questions and helping you to establish a path for yourself forward is what we're doing at this point. Then the third phase is thinking, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to stand for election. There's a local election in my area in three years' time. So I'm going to start getting myself ready now so that I've got everything in place that I'm able to do that then and then the fourth phase is once women are elected that you know suddenly a whole new world opens up whether you're a local councillor a member of the Scottish Parliament or an MP uh, so we're holding creating community and holding space for women once they are in power to find comfort 
and nurture within sisterhood and access particular trainings um, and resources that they identify that they might need. So in these four phases, we're basically trying to uh, present resources, training and support at each of those four stages through we have online workshops, in-person workshops, webinars, personal development programs, self-led online resources and tailored space tailored uh, bespoke spaces led by and for communities of women so bringing together women from underrepresented communities who value time exploring their political future and meeting women with similar intersecting identities and more recently we've also introduced uh, practical support to overcome the financial barriers that prevent women from getting political uh, exploring the need for small grants which mean that a uh, woman with any financial background would be in a position to stand for elected office because there are a lot of hidden costs. So really every time we identify a challenge that's common for a lot of women on their journey, we're looking at how we can respond to that or how we can signpost to other organisations or institutions that are doing that work. And uh, would you mind uh, telling us a little bit more about the, um, you know, the sort of bespoke challenges that uh, women with disabilities, women of ethnic minority background or from um, more disadvantaged backgrounds in general face? Local party politics is where essentially a lot of this starts. Now, we completely support and champion individuals to stand as independent. So I, I'm aware that those that go down the independent path don't have to engage in party politics. But if we're being honest, if you want to stand for Holyrood, you do need to come through the party system. We haven't seen any independents elected to the Scottish Parliament yet. Um, and so local party politics is the first entry point, but it's also the first barrier for a lot of those groups. For disabled women, it might be that the venue for the local party meetings isn't in an accessible space. It might be that the local party is dominated by older men who have been there in that room for 20 years and uh, welcoming new members who might be younger, they might be women, they might be of different ethnicities, at the cultural shift that's required to create a truly welcoming and inclusive space for new members is something that a lot of parties struggle with. Um, and the financial costs, if you do decide to stand, even for local election, there's a lot of volunteer time that's needed in order to support your own campaign and really to support other people's in advance. If you're an active party member, you'll be encouraged to support other people's campaigning. So that's a lot of voluntary hours. And some people simply don't have the capacity to provide that time for free. Um, you know, we're in a cost of living crisis. So every hour that you have available for a lot of people, earning is the priority. Or for those with potentially uh, disabilities or long-term Term health conditions, there are limits on the amount of energy that they can provide that. And so we're immediately at a, we're starting at a, a lack of vantage point. So there are so many barriers and we can spend and should, and a lot of people do spend a lot of time talking about those barriers. But as an organisation, we are pragmatic uh, realists, right? Optimists, we're pragmatic optimists in terms of we're realistic about this stuff. This isn't easy, but also we have to centre hope. We can't spend all of our time talking about how difficult it is. We have to be talking about the solutions rather than the actual barriers. And that's where working alongside academics and other organisations that are uh, lobbying for legislation change or for these some of these fundamental shifts that have to take place to improve the culture and make it more welcoming for women of course that work has to be done uh, but we see ourselves as not focusing on the hard on the difficult parts rather than creating a community and really providing the solutions for women to overcome those barriers 
another thing, uh, you were talking about the training and workshops. Uh, could you maybe talk a little bit more about this, how this uh, works on that political journey from the very start? Sure. I mean, without going into too much detail, I'd encourage anybody interested to, to find our website, which is www.elect-her.org.uk. Um, and in a few weeks time, we'll have a whole new shiny website with even more information on it. But um, do have a look. We have different courses for each of those different stages. So what we're offering is different at each point. We have a lot of webinars, a lot of conversations of real women sharing their lived experience. There's a lot of similarity, but there's also a huge amount of difference. And that's important and interesting to, to hear those women who are or those women who have gone before us. Um, we have one course as an example called My Political Future, which is a three part workshop. Uh, the first week we look at your values, so your why, why do I want to go into politics? The second week we look at what does that mean then, what's, what am I aiming for, what role do I want to play? And then the third week, what is my goal, how am I going to get there, what is the path? So really asking questions for women to answer themselves based on their real experience, their geographical area, their political ideology, their interest, their time commitment, so that women can create their own paths forward. We also have a self-led um, tool on there, which we created with our wonderful partners at Glitch, which is uh, online digital self-defense and self-care. So how to feel confident being online as you are progressing your political pathway and becoming perhaps more visible in your community. We're really, really aware of, of the fear that a lot of women have, a lot of people have around online um, abuse. So we've worked with Glitch, again, an, a, a positive, hopeful solution so you can start off on the forefoot um, before you come across any conflict there and really understand how to set boundaries and how to take care of yourself whilst you're existing online and lots and lots of other other courses in a in similar vein. Could you tell me a little bit about women who um, you worked with already? Since 2017, approximately 3,000 women from across Scotland have joined our community and have accessed our resources training. Um, we supported 11 women to stand for election for the 2021 Scottish Parliament elections, and two of those women were elected. And then we supported 54 women from our community to stand for election in the local government elections in Scotland in 2022. So just over a year ago, and 27 of those women won their elections, which represents the 2% increase that we saw in women's rep representation. So now we're really, really working hard uh, towards the next local elections in 2027. We really want to see a new generation of women stepping forward and hope that we can be the additional source of support that they need as they do that. Perfect. And maybe as, as a final point, is there one piece of advice that you would give women who are sort of considering coming to our event in June, but are not quite convinced yet? I would just say join in. If you've even considered it, every element of this, whether it's coming to the event, signing up to a workshop, um, standing for office, if you're even remotely interested, just take that one small step forward. No one is holding you to account. You can come to the event and then decide that politics is not for you and step away. And we are thrilled that you will have come. Of course, we also hope that will motivate a lot of people to step forward. But there is no commitment required at any point. This is a space for curiosity and for questions. And we really, really want to welcome any woman across Scotland that's interested in participating to join us in Parliament on the day or remotely on online or in one of the rural hubs 
which are in, shall I say where they are? They're in Western Isles in Uist, in the Western Isles in Stornoway, in Inverclyde, in Dundee, in Aberdeen, in Argyll and Butte, in Shetland and Perth and Kinross. So if you're in any of those areas, there will be a local event in your authority um, hosting you or you can log in and join the online programme. Thank you very much to Hannah Stevens for her time and thank you for listening. If you'd like to find out more about the event taking place on the 24th of June, you'll find the link in this episode's show notes or go to parliament.scot forward slash visit.